0: Hey everybody, welcome to Believe, Build, Conquer, I am your host Sykes. Today, I want to talk about the subject of midlife crisis. I mean, what does that even mean anyways, right? Midlife crisis. (laughs) Um, You know, as as a man that turned 45 years old back in March here of 2021, it gave me an opportunity to really revisit that and think about what exactly is a midlife crisis. As a 20-year-old man, I remember hearing that a lot, seeing guys and gals in their forties and fifties, all of a sudden they started livening up. They started doing new things. They may have learned to start dancing or they you know, started going out. Maybe they start hitting the bars more, or, you know, maybe they started doing crazy stuff what people would call crazy. I guess like, you know, they started skydiving or they started, you know, they bought a motorcycle or, or whatever the case may be. And then instantly I would hear people say, oh, you know, oh, Bob or Susie, they must be going through their midlife crisis. So I wasn't sure I understood what that meant at the time. Oh, maybe they're, you know, when you hear that, I guess the first thought in my head was, oh, okay, they're going crazy and they're, they're just doing a bunch of stuff to try to feel young again. So I never thought much about it again. Until recently, when I myself started doing a lot of new activities over the last 12 months. And, of course, when you do things that you enjoy or that you love, and people ask you about what you've been up to, you're going to talk about those things. And so, over the last 12 months, I've taken up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and... After six day a week trainings and sometimes multiple hours in a day and, and studying on my time off, I've, I've progressed rather quickly, at least by my estimations at, at my age. And I'm going to be going for my blue belt next month, which is a pretty, pretty good accomplishment in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Most people never even make it to that. And I've done that over the last 10 months. So by the time I get to about a month, 11 or 12, I'll be earning that and moving on from my first belt being white belt. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu takes a lot of intestinal fortitude to do it. It takes a lot of bravery. It's it's a very challenging and difficult sport and self-defense martial art. It requires a lot of discipline. It will squash most, if not all, of the ego out of your body and your mind and your spirit. And it's very life-changing in a lot of ways. With that being said, I also, for the first time in my life, decided to undertake riding motorcycles. So I got got me a nice motorcycle and started learning to ride and going out, you know, started out baby steps, hitting these side streets, 20, 30 miles an hour. And, uh, over the last couple of months, as it's continued to get warmer, I've worked my way up to much more than that. And, you know, hitting the highways, going out on day long rides, things like that. I also about two months ago, did my first ever trip to go paintballing with a majority of my friends who are about you know ten to twenty years my junior had a phenomenal time I didn't realize how much fun that was. And just started really digging in as I've worked through the grind period of my life and now I'm having some successes and just really want to go out and start enjoying my life. And as some of my friends from for a better lack of terms, outside of my immediate circle, the people I see regularly begin to ask "Hey, Sykes, what have you been up to? What have you been doing, man? I tell them, I've been doing jujitsu the last year. I've bought a motorcycle. I tried out paintballing. And the response I got from most of those people were, oh, man, going through your midlife crisis, huh? And it never occurred to me. As most of you that are listening to this that are in your 40s know, the time flashes by really quick, especially when you got kids and career and everything. That time goes by really fast. And sometimes in your mind, you still really feel like you're in your 20s or 30s. And, and when you take a little bit of retrospect on that and realize, man, I'm in my 40s, holy crap, what, what's going on here, right? So I didn't, I, I, I mean, obviously I know how old I am. I'm, I'm very conscious in my day-to-day. That's how I live. But it was very weird that I hadn't really contemplated that, that comment or suggestion or whatever it is. Midlife crisis, Sykes. So I started asking myself, oh my gosh, Is this a midlife crisis? Why all of a sudden did I decide to start taking up new activities and and doing these bold and brave things that I could have been doing, you know, for the last 20 years? Now, many of you that know me or have been listening to the podcast for a while are aware that I've continued to kind of do these things throughout my life. Um you know I I was a rock and roll singer for a long time, songwriter, played a lot of big ticket master shows and so forth. Um you know I went back to school and earned a professional certification in neurolinguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy and uh became a life coach and a and a trainer. Started my own website, com. you know Started this little podcast that we're now on episode 121 on. And I got to thinking, well, what's so different than me doing all that stuff in my 30s and early 40s? Have I been in a midlife crisis for a long time? So this is the point where as human beings, we begin chattering to ourselves in our minds and telling stories. And it's just what we do. We start contemplating and, oh, well, well, what if it's this and what if it's that? And we start telling all these stories that may not even be true or may never end up being true. So I had to stop myself. A break state, as we call it in NLP. I had to stop myself from it and say, you know what, psych? What the hell does midlife crisis even mean? Maybe it means something different to a lot of different people. But I'll tell you what I figured out, what it meant to me. At first, when I heard this, I I refuted it a bit. I thought, screw you, midlife crisis. I'm just enjoying myself. There's no crisis. Just think about it. We have to break this down into these predicates. What is a crisis anyways? I think most of the time we find that we use the word crisis in bad situation. Oh, there's there's a crisis uptown. There's a crisis at the Capitol. There's 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 a crisis at the corporate headquarters. You know. Oh, the family, the the, the divorce get happened. They're in total crisis. So over the years, at least by my perception, crisis has been used in a negative connotation. So it's a whole what does crisis really mean anyway? So I looked it up. Merriam-Webster dictionary. It's an emotionally significant event or radical change of status in a person's life. An emotionally significant event or radical change of a status in a person's life. Okay. Well, does that sound negative? Not really. Just sounds like something dramatically and radically changed. So when I took that into a stronger context in my mind, I I decided to, to take that for what it was. And I went, wow, over the last five years, I have done an emotionally significant set of radical changes and statuses in my life. Holy shit, maybe it is a crisis. It's just not the crisis that most of us are used to hearing or the way we perceive the meaning of that word. Yeah, you know, It's one of those words like manipulation. It always sounds bad when in reality, manipulation is just moving things around. But we typically think of it in a, a negative connotation. They manipulated me. Or did you see the way they manipulated those people? If you go to the chiropractor and you get manipulated, that's not a bad thing, is it? Sure as heck makes your back feel better. So, I got to thinking about this whole word crisis. And, you know, this was really aimed at you thir- late 30s, 40s, 50-somethings, maybe even 60-somethings. You gonna go out and make some changes in your life. So, why, why would you go out and make radical changes in your life at this point? And I'm going to use a little introspect and some perspective on this. Well, most of us, and, and, and I'm generally speaking here, most of us in our 20s. We have all these big dreams and ambitions. We're young. We got tons of energy. Then our heads are on fire. We're going to conquer the world. We go out, we fight and we fight and we fight. Then we come to find out that holy shit, man, this this doesn't happen as fast as I thought it would. You know, I went out and I, I started creating a lot of success for myself early on in the corporate world. Just started climbing up the ladder, you know, started, you know, getting general management situations, operations management, jobs, things like that. I was like, man, by the time I'm 40. I'm going to be on top of the world. Everybody's going to know who I am. But if you've been listening to my podcast for a period of time or any successful person's podcast, they're going to let you know that success is not a destination. It's, It's a constant state of working towards worthwhile endeavors and outcomes and setting the goals in between and the benchmarks to get to that point, right? So I kind of thought that there was some kind of destination. And and there's a lot of folks I talked to uh, from my time period that kind of thought that. And one of the things that I found about younger people now is they're starting to realize this. And, And most of them are receptive enough to listen to people who've been there before them to get this point. But I want to drive this home is that, Success has no destination and it's a constant state of working towards worthwhile endeavors. And no one person, generally speaking, is going to create success overnight or in a week or in a year. Now, you can create a certain amount of success because it is a constant state of flow. But if you're looking for this holy grail, you know, the ark of the covenant, the eighth wonder of the world, like it's going to fall in your lap after this perfect three-year surge. It just doesn't happen that way. So then you're in your twenties, your thirties come along now. You've got kids or you've had kids for a while. You got your mortgage. You got your bills to pay. You got all this pressure of the world on you. And then you think, oh my God, I'm running out of time. I'm never going to get there. Which becomes funny as you get older because you realize you, we never know how much time we got. And yes, life is fleeting, but also at the same time, in in this paradoxical kind of way that actually you have more time than you think as long as God allows you to live this long. And you really buckle down. So you're like, I got to take everything serious. I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to put myself in a box. I'm going to sign on for this long list of dry obligations, and I'm going to pigeonhole myself into this small area because I've got to be serious, and I've got, to get, I've got to get things done because I'm running out of time. So what happens with that? Well, I can tell you what happened to me, and I'm hoping that this is not what's happened with you if you're in your 30s and listening to this. And again, when I say all this stuff, I'm generally speaking, because there's exceptions to everything. I burnt through my 30s because I was serious. I had to buckle down. I had to, again, sign on for them dry list of obligations, and I had to, to be serious about everything. And I kind of screwed over the, the playful soul in myself. I stopped going out and having fun. Everything was business. Everything was serious business. Get it done, Sykes. Get it done. And I believe what happened when I got to my 40s was I suddenly realized that in the prime part of my life, the part of my life where I had the most energy and the most vibrance, Theoretically speaking. I'm not going to say I wasted it away. But I didn't create enough balance for myself to go out and enjoy the things that I wanted to enjoy. Now, I'm not sure if you're in your 40s or 50s listening to this, if that resonates with you. I had to do what I had to do for my kids. I had to do what I had to do to get my bills paid. I was really trying to push my way through my job. And those are all noble things, not saying there's anything wrong with that. And I don't have any regrets. I wouldn't change anything. But I think that this is what happens to a lot of people as they go through their late 20s, all through their 30s and into their 40s. Then there comes a point where a majority of us wake up It's like we've been in this long hypnotic nap. And there's just this awakening and it's kind of like, man, I'm getting older. I mean, I'm not old yet, but damn, man, like, can I still have fun? Am I still allowed to? What would I even do if I could? Uh, Maybe I'm too old to do that. Oh, maybe, maybe I should just, just continue to stay buckled down. Maybe I should continue to stay checking off those boxes of those, those obligations that I have. And there just comes a point where you're like, what is this life for? And what am I supposed to be doing? Wait a minute, supposed to be. Well, that sounds like judgment to me. You must, you have to, supposed to. Put a lot of judgment on yourself. So I started asking different questions. I started saying, well, what do you want to do? What would light that fire back up in your furnace? What would switch you on and get you fired up? What would you like to do? And then go out and do that. So there within lies the beginning of Crisis at the midlife, that emotionally significant event, a radical change of status in a person's life. You get tired of being tired. You come to find out no matter how much work you do, there's still a big old mountain to climb in front of you. So I'm not saying not to take your life serious. I'm not saying don't work hard, but I'm saying create your own balance. People talk about work-life balance. What the hell is that? Nobody knows. That is an individual recipe that you have to figure out for yourself. And no one else can tell you how to do it. So you have to start deciding what you want to do. Let's operate out of possibility. Instead of necessity, instead of judgment, we have enough of that we have to do anyways. That's fine. There are things we have to do, we must do, we should do. That's great. Do those things. And then you need to carve out a little piece of the world for you to dance in. Just that little piece. Or you could carve out a big piece. I'm not here to tell you. I'm just here to help you to understand that you can do that. Because that's what I figured out, and that's what a lot of people that I believe in their 40s and 50s figure out, even late 30s. They start going, you know what? I don't know how much longer I've got here, so I think I'd like to make better use of my time. So let's start the crisis, and let's recognize that no matter what people say to you about that, that it's not a bad thing. Crisis is just a change Screaming to occur, and that's what I love about a lot of young people. I, I trained jujitsu with a lot of people in their twenties, and God loved them for that. And for those of you that are listening to this, I love you to death because you've helped to add gasoline to my fire in that way. We got bowling together. We, you know, we went out paintballing together. We started just like I remembered. Like man. I know how to have fun. I know how to live my life. I know how to take that that little piece of time out of my day to go and remember that somewhere deep down inside, there's still that kid in me that likes to have some fun. That wants to do something that lights me up. Because in the end, if all you really do, now don't get me wrong, man. There's the, again, there's exceptions. If you love to work 18 hours a day, then good for you. I did that for a long time. And yes, there was a lot of times I did love it. But then I woke up one day and I didn't feel like I had any friends anymore. I didn't feel like I was having fun anymore. I was just this dry, robotic, Individual who was just going out and stepping one foot in front of the other, but wasn't really living. I was alive. I was breathing. I wasn't living a life. And it, truthfully, I, I believe that it began to hurt the other part of my life. Because there really is a yin and a yang. There really is some kind of balance. Now, whatever that percentage of ratio is, you have to figure that out for yourself. Too much work and not enough play makes things pretty drab. It's kind of like that movie, The Shining. All work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. That's the truth. I love that. Then there's also some people, way too much play and not enough work. We'll get you stuck in the mud. You go nowhere. You get nothing accomplished. You might be having fun, but at the end of the day, if you have Christmas every day, how great's Christmas, right? So too much play and not enough work is detrimental to your success as well. But what you have to find is that balance between the two. So, yeah, if you've been working nonstop and you've been taking everything seriously, you've been grinding to a point where there's nothing left, then you need a midlife crisis, an early life crisis, a late life crisis. Who cares? Create a crisis for yourself. And let's quit using that word as such a bad thing. Because indeed, that's all crisis is. It's an emotionally significant event, a radical change of status in a person's life. So go out and stir that up. Because real quick, we're going to backtrack to that word grind. I wrote a song called Built to Grind. I always talked about grind, 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 grind 18 hours a day. Never sleep, sleep when you're dead. I used to talk about all that stuff. And. I kind of was like, man, I was totally bullshitting myself there. Don't be wrong, man. It's cool to work like, and there's some days I still work hard, but I make sure, even if I work three solid days of 12, 15 hours, that I'm going to take a little time for me to go do something I love doing. I'm going to go train jujitsu. I'm going to take a quick spin on my motorcycle. I'm going to go out for a night of bowling and a couple of beers. I'm going to go paintball. I'm going to go hiking in the state forest. I'm going to go to my daughter's ballet recital. I'm going to play with my pets. Things like that. Things we take for granted. Not living in the day, Day day-to-day. Because if you grind all the time, think of it this way. Take a piece of steel. Okay, let's say you're sharpening a knife on a grinder. Yeah, man, you got to put that blade to the grind. You got to grind. You got to put the blade to the grind. Let me ask you, what, what happens when... You hold that knife to the grinder and you just don't ever let off of it. The blade's going to go away. You're going to grind it into dust. If you do that, if you grind yourself for too long, there's not going to be anything left but a pile of dust. If you never put something to the grind, it's never going to be sharp. You're never going to be able to cut through anything. Put yourself through the grind long enough to sharpen the blade, and then, damn it, use that knife to start carving out your chunk of the world and figuring out who you are so that when a person comes to you and says, oh, that sounds great, all that stuff you're doing. Sounds like you're having a midlife crisis. You can happily look at them and smile and say, you bet your ass I am. And someday... Hopefully you'll have yours too. So thank you for coming out to Believe, Build, Conquer today. I hope this message is absorbed and resonates with you, especially if you're in that midlife area of your life. And if you're young, hopefully this sheds a little understanding on what it's all about when you see someone 10, 20, 30 years older than you. Do this you'll know where their mind's at and where their heart's at and where they're coming from and why they're doing it. They're not doing it to impress anybody else. They're doing it to impress themselves and to build themselves up so that they can believe, build, and conquer their life. And that's what I want you guys to know today. Have a great day. If you like this podcast, do me a favor. Share it around with someone you know that might need to hear this message, or that might just want to learn a little bit of something about people who are going through that midlife crisis. Have a great day, everybody. Take care and believe, build, conquer your life.